been obligated to spend time with family. But now that we're 20-something, the decisions about where we spend our time is all up to us now. The things we do take time from our day, and it's all about what we decide to give priority. So with that being said, I want to ask everyone, where is your family on your list of priorities? Great question. <laughs> um, I've got to say, personally, family is up there for me. I mean, if it's not probably number two, I'm number one. I'm just kidding. No, but they're def it's so important to me to have a good relationship with my family, but I feel like that's because growing up, my family has always had a good relationship with each other. Like, every family member always goes to the family parties or even, like, going, like, to Mexico and visiting family, we always try to be constant with that, too. And so for me, it's it's pretty pretty up there. I'm actually not necessarily the opposite, but... I wouldn't say that they're like even top three, which I know it doesn't sound like super, super good, but it's just like there's just so much else going on. They're definitely top five, but it's just sometimes hard to keep them on the height. My family has always been like work and other stuff are first. So like we all kind of understand that we have other stuff going on. I think when you live with your parents, you kind of like see them all every day and you get the opportunity to talk to them, you know, in person at the end of every day. But when you move out, it was hard for me to actually keep tabs on how my mom was doing and what my dad was up to because I'm focused on myself, what I'm gonna be doing, what's gonna be happening ne the next day, what's gonna be happening at the weekend. And I feel like for me that kind of mess with keeping up to date with my family. Yeah, I don't think anybody else has moved out. Negative. Yeah, so I feel like you guys haven't really experienced that distance because it's definitely harder now i mean i literally live down the street from like my mom's house but even then we just have so much going. Like, i literally saw my mom it was literally yesterday for the first time in two weeks it's, it's been a minute we'll text each other and stuff but it, you know it's different than seeing them in person and i think in general like my family's always been kind of distant from the whole like darlene you said everyone goes to like the family parties and I remember that being really, really little, going to family parties, but my dad has a really, really big family. But my mom, she was adopted, and she doesn't really know her actual family. And so I've always had it understood that it's okay to be distant from family. You, you don't need that. So I guess that also puts in play that they're not, like, the top list of priorities because that's the dynamic I've always been around. I'll come in with a different perspective. For me, I do live with my parents still, my, my family. So it may be a little different, but in terms of priorities, for me, family is the very first priority, but it's from the perspective of still living with them. So I, I do think that things will change when I move out, but it's, it's more so because of the distance that changes things. Like Selena said, she hasn't seen her mom other than yesterday for like two weeks. So I think the distant thing changes everything compared to being with your parents or your family like, every day like when you wake up they're like in the kitchen you know for me family is like you'll never know when the last time you're gonna see a certain family member so it's like i always try my best to keep close to my family and just never take any time for granted that kind of leads into our next question of how do you keep in touch with your family like darlene and ray have a lot of 
distant families how do you guys keep in touch there's a lot of ways now with technology what do you guys have for that there's definitely social media that you know you're able to message them i know my mom literally has a group chat with all her siblings and they're just all in different states some in mexico some here and they all have a group chat with my grandma it's crazy and they all text each other every day good morning send pictures oh have a good night family they always know what's going on with each other and i feel like that's just such a beautiful thing to see and for me and my family we try to at least go out like once a year to see family from another place i'll at least go once a year to mexico i have family in texas we try to go over there too that's my mom's sister we always just try to make time for them i like that arlene i was gonna say that i know social media has its goods and bads and it's really controversial but that shows how beneficial social media could be because it keeps your family together at this day and age, our generation, it's kind of what we're like so used to, but I'm pretty grateful that we do have social media. I have a lot of family that lives in the islands, obviously that's far away, and we use Facebook to stay in touch, and that's been a blessing because I don't know how else you stay in touch with your family. On a daily basis, it would definitely be like the social media, of course, phone calls, FaceTime and stuff like that. For me, I do take some more time to call family in the islands. I don't do that as much, but I should because what I've noticed is when you give them a call, you're talking to them and it felt like you were just with them like not too long ago. The best way to keep in touch with my family is social media and phone calls. We try to visit once a year as well. Whenever we go, we just continue to bond and it's it's, it's been pretty good. Speaking of social media, we all kind of have a little bit of different experiences with distant families and stuff. I honestly have a lot of family members on Facebook that I've never met and I don't talk to even though we added each other they might have my last name but they might not even be my family i really don't know but i do have a lot of family members on facebook we don't really message each other but my mom's very active on facebook she'll post pictures of everybody and they'll like it or they'll comment but i've never seen them in person or anything like that that's crazy like that's how i use facebook to quote unquote keep in touch with family but other than that you guys are talking about having a bunch of family everywhere and I know that I do but I've never gone to actually visit them. I remember being younger and my dad having to go buy cards so that he could call Mexico. Definitely a core memory of my dad having to go to the store and get one of those cards and the voice message thing that you have to go through putting in all like those digits or something that was his way of communicating and I remember it just being so freaking awkward when he would be like oh yeah here's Selena and I'd be like who the heck am I talking to right now but I'd just be like oh hi how are you and they'd be like when are you gonna come visit us and I've never gone every single time I talk to them they ask and I'm just like Oh, you know, when my dad takes me or something. Yeah, sometimes my grandma will hand me the phone to my great uncle. And I'm like, hi, how are you? And they're like, hey, Hurricane Andrew. Because that was like my nickname for like my, because I was a badass kid. And they're like, hey, Hurricane, how you doing? You still crazy, boy? And I'm like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> They'll always remind you about something that they did. And you won't even remember. <laughs> You'll just go along with it like, oh, thank you for that. <laughs> is your family close and how often do you see them? I can go ahead and say my family's not that close. My dad has a huge family. And then my mom was adopted and she's close to a few siblings that she got adopted with. Other than that, I would say my family's not generally close and it's kind of like a sense of missing out on that experience. Like I really don't get super excited for holidays because we really don't have that space where we're all gonna get together, you know? 
I would say that my family's pretty close. I'm referring specifically my mom's side of the family because my mom and her siblings, they're pretty close. And I see them pretty often and I see my cousins and all that. And we, we haven't done it as much now, but pre-pandemic, I would randomly wake up on Sundays and my mom would be like, start cleaning, like everyone's coming over. And I loved it. There was no reason for everyone to get together except just to hang out and be with my grandparents. We'll grill some chicken or carne asada and everyone's just there. And it just warms my heart to be sitting there around the table and everyone's using the stools. And yeah, like we're pretty close. And I wish I saw them more often, but I understand that everyone has their own families as well, doing their own thing, working, going to school. But when we do see each other, it's cool. Now as an adult, I think that's the reason why I'm really close with my family. I have a lot more in common with my uncles and my tias, and most of my cousins are adults anyway. There's only a few of us that were younger. It's cool just to get along with them now. Like It's cool to be close with everyone. My family is extremely close. I have so many aunts and uncles, and they see each other every other weekend. And all those aunts and uncles have their own set of children. I have so many cousins, but the thing is, I'm the oldest cousin out of all of them, and the age gap is huge. All my little cousins are actually less than 15 years old, I think. And the majority of them are like less than like 10 years old right now. Whenever I go and visit them, in some way, it doesn't really feel like we're cousins. I feel like they kind of see me more as an uncle because I'm 23 and they're all like 11. It's hard to kind of talk to them about what they like to do and it's hard to relate to them but just because i'm older i also have a hard time relating to my aunts and uncles so i'm kind of a little too old for my cousins a little too young for my aunts and uncles so i'm kind of like this middle awkward section with me my cousins are all older and their kids i'm not really that much older than them my cousin had her first kid when i was nine and then the rest of them slowly followed after that like 10 11 and all that I see them a lot because my grandma and my mom would take care of them and now they're a little bit older like the oldest one he's turning 13 this year and it's weird I still see him as a little kid we're only nine years apart and it's just cool to see that to watch them grow up like they're about to be teenagers today one of my cousin's kids asked me to serve him cookies and milk and I felt like a Theo and it was just cool that point you made about watching them grow up not even with our cousins but our siblings or our friends siblings recently one of my friends had a brother turn 13 or 14 and the last time i saw him like it looked like he was like seven years old man i swear <laughs> it's so crazy how fast our cousins and, and siblings grow and i want to speak to my sister i don't see her that often as i should i see her growing and i'm so proud of how far she's come and although we're two different people i see a lot of myself in her and i can't wait to see what she blossoms into i felt that i truly felt that i have a little sister and we're eight years apart but it doesn't really feel like that sometimes because now that she's getting older she's a teen now i feel like i can just talk to her more and i feel like she's definitely a lot more comfortable with me she tells me everything it's crazy to see what we used to talk about to what we talk about now. She needs to stop growing, but, you know, she has to. It's bittersweet. How do you get along with your sibling? For me, I have two younger sisters. They're, like, a couple months apart from each other versus me. To the oldest one, it's, like, four years, I think. So, like, when we were little, they were besties because they were right there, like, a couple months apart. And I never felt like... 
I was a part of their little duo. It wasn't really a trio. And I do have an older brother. And when it was just the two of us, if you were to ask my mom, she'd be like, we were inseparable and stuff like that. But now, me and my brother are pretty distant. And we're comfortable with that. And me and my sisters, the older that they get, the closer we get. Because it's like they start to experience things that they would want to share with me. And the more open we are with each other, the more we find out that we were kind of experiencing the same lives in a way. That's crazy. You guys, how do you guys get along with your siblings? Okay, I don't, I'm not trying to get all sad, but I will say for me and my little sister, we had a big sister that passed away. But it happened when we were younger, about like, it was like 11 years ago. So it's kind of hard to explain, but I feel like when that happened, we were so young that we didn't understand a lot of things. That kind of like formed our relationship, our bond throughout the years. And I would say for both of us, we've always been cool and close and stuff like that. We're both individuals, like being on our own, but we still have our time. We're all cool and stuff like that. Now that we're going to the same school, we've definitely started to get way more closer because we spend a lot more time together. Ever since the pandemic happened, we were forced in the same house for like a whole year. That also brought us together. I've noticed we're maturing, we're getting older. And I see her getting all grown up now. I'm like, dang, bro, stop growing up. I'm the youngest of four, so... I was like the baby, but we all get along like super close, even though half of they're all ops, they will snitch on me in a moment notice. But we get along super close. We pretty much have a group chat with all of each other, sending memes and whatnot. All of our interests have came from like, like our one interest is pretty much anime. And my oldest sister, she liked anime and it kind of carried over to my sister and it exploded with my brother. And then now they got me into it. And that's... We share common interests, and we get really, like, pretty good, even though we fist fight. We'll be, like, like, ten minutes after a fist fight, hey, bro, you want to get McDonald's? That whole anime, like, it started with the oldest sister. My brother's a drummer now, and when we were younger, he got me into rock music, and then my sisters just kind of followed through. And it was crazy because my sister, the one that I'm closest to, she went to the same high school the same time as some of my friends they were seniors and she was a freshman and they would literally tell me that they would see her on campus i guess the way we carried ourselves and our interests and the way that we dressed she was like a reflection of me and i thought that that was so crazy because i never looked at her like that or thought of it but it's just like we do have the same interests because you know it just kind of follows down in the line from oldest to youngest I do remember seeing her at school. <laughs> we would say what's up to each other. To add on to the, the sibling topic, I'm also the youngest of four. Rather than all of my siblings having a relationship, I feel like I have my individual relationship with each sibling. My oldest brother, he lives in Washington. I, I don't see him. Last time I saw him was last year. It, it's cool to see him, and it, I wish we had a better relationship. But like you said, with your brother, you guys are both comfortable being kind of distant. With my sister, me and her are really close. That didn't happen until I was like 13 or 14. That's when me and her really got close. I feel like we were both at a point of our lives. She was like starting like college and I was starting high school. That brought us closer because we would always stay up late like doing homework. We were both doing homework. It's the trauma. Yeah, it's the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother, uh, me and him are six years apart and... I don't know, me and him, we don't really talk, but within the past couple of years, me and him have kind of been talking more. Now I feel like we have more of the same interests now that I'm older, and it's just cool to have an actual relationship with him now. I feel like before, I didn't talk to him at all. Like, we wouldn't talk, but now we actually do, and it's cool. Like, it's cool to just have that relationship with your siblings, you know? They're they're your siblings. Now I have a question for y'all. 
I saw this on like on Twitter or something. If your siblings weren't your siblings, would you be friends with them? I would be friends with my sister, a hundred percent. I think so. Well, it depends on on certain <laughs> things. Cause... I'm gonna just say yes because I love my. Nobody my gonna consider the attitude that they be giving you when y'all fighting. It's like you really know the bad parts of your sibling and the good parts. I think the good parts make up for the bad. Not that there's a lot of bad parts, but I feel like we all carry our own character sometimes. So, I also think as siblings, we all kind of carry the same bad parts. Nothing too specific, but I feel like our generation in their 20-somethings, I've seen a, a trend of people being able to cut off family members because of their toxic traits and all that negativity. So, I mean, I personally had to deal with it. I can share this experience because, like, it's about my mom. Like, we've moved past it. But there was a point in my life where I didn't speak with her at all. With her behavior, I was perfectly okay with it. I just didn't want to speak to her. I didn't want to deal with all that negativity. And, you know, I went through it and I've seen it. So I just want to ask you guys, how do you guys deal with it? I've had a bad experience with with one family member it went on for like four years it wasn't consistent because over time my parents recognized that I was really uncomfortable and then I just didn't enjoy being around that person and like they stopped kind of forcing me to go to things and especially now that I'm an adult if I don't want to go if I know that they're gonna be there like I won't go simply because I'm not comfortable you know my my grandma tells me why are you letting it affect you like just go I'm like nah like I could do that but at the same time I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm uncomfortable you know and it's just it's such a weird hostile environment when I'm around them and I just hate the energy you just feel like there's something off and the way I dealt with it honestly it got to a point where I was like if they're not going to respect me, then I'm just not going to come around to that specific person's house. I'm not going to even acknowledge them, you know. And I've, I've tried to have a conversation with them, but at the end of the day, they just weren't willing to simply be open-minded. And all right, like, that's you. I'm going to continue doing me. It's cool that I have the rest of my family. They're cool with me and I'm cool with them. And it's just literally just that one person. I moved on from it and I chose to just continue on without them. And it's it's cool. Yeah, I feel like that kind of goes in hand with like the whole being comfortable, like quitting your job and stuff. Like we're all just kind of more comfortable putting ourselves first, you know? I think it kind of has to do with your culture too. I remember growing up, my mom's birth mother is like a terrible, terrible person. I say birth mother because that woman will never be my grandmother. My mom would always tell me like, oh, like that's my mom, so she's your grandma, she'll always be, like no, miss no. It's just not for me. Even since I was little, I just, I I had it in my mind that she was never going to be that person to me. And like, I was okay living my life without her, even though my mom would try to push it on me that that was like my family member. And I think we've all kind of heard, oh, well, that's family, that's blood, that's what matters. Like, no, it isn't. And I think our generation is kind of like, if it's bringing you down, if it's bringing you negative energy, get rid of it and move on. And that's, that's okay. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. We've been told so much. We can't change the actual people that we talk to, but we can change the way we react. There's an extension to that. We can change if we even interact with them at all. Our generation has no time for any negativity. That's exactly what it is. If you're bringing me negative energy anytime I see you, I'm not going to want to interact with you. I'd rather spend my time elsewhere. This whole thing about 
respect them because they're older than you. We're not following that rule. Steven, you said, if you respect me, I'm going to respect you. We, we even heard it in, during school, the, the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated, you know? Yeah, especially growing up in a Hispanic household, they've always been about respect your family no matter what, respect your elders. But I, I don't, I don't. Specific to me because, you know, I... I'm different than the rest of my family, but I have family members before, like, they weren't cool with me, but now they are, and that's all it took. I basically reciprocate off of their energy. If they respect me, then all right, I'm, I'm going to be cool with you. I'm going to be comfortable around you, but if not, then I just won't interact with you. It's simple. Now, talking about the term family, there's this quote, blood makes you related, loyalty makes you family. How do we feel about this quote? I feel like loyalty is a two-way street. If they're loyal to you, then you should be loyal to them. I feel like it doesn't matter what blood is. This is a pretty accurate quote because I feel like our generation are changing things. And along with family, it's like we're making our own family. And that doesn't just mean having kids and getting married. I feel like a lot of our friendships turn into family relationships that we'll consider deeper than our actual blood family. And I think we can all agree that like, I picture my future Sunday dinners with you guys, you know, the kids running around like the partners, you know, that you would see with blood family members with us, you know. And I feel like a lot of other 20-somethings can say the same thing, that they picture their family celebrations to be with their friends. After the discussion that we had, like it kind of opened me up to a different perspective on family. I've been pretty blessed, but I will say this. 21 Savage in the interview, he has said, loyalty is an action you can love or hate me and still have my back. Pretty much what he means by that is you can say like, yeah, we're family, yeah, we're blood, I love you. You can say all these things, but if you don't show it, then it's not real. Loyalty is a legitimate action. So if you're not actually loyal, then are you really family with that person? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode on the 20-something vision podcast we really hope that you took something away from this week's episode if you learned or took something away from this week's episode we would love to hear about it and we would love to have a conversation with you so hit us up on instagram or twitter and yeah we'll have a conversation with you this is our goal also if you are listening on apple Podcasts or spotify don't forget to leave us with a five-star rating we are a brand new podcast and we need your help to grow so As they always say, thank you very much for your time and never let anyone step on your vision.